yoga puts stillness right there in their hands and in their in a place where they can use it. Stillness is all around them, but it seems so distant when everything else is moving so fast. So it's just a system that helped them get still and they need it and they know they need it and they ask for it and in their behaviors and they ask for it. Wow. If you did not know the power of yoga before, let me tell you, this episode is going to open your eyes to how important it is for our kids, especially if they are struggling with any type of behavior and We have a special guest that is going to explain just how to tap into that power. So stick around and let's cue the intro. This is Parent Them Successful with author and licensed educational psychologist, Jessica Shields. Your child no longer has to struggle. On this parenting podcast, we unravel the complexities of the education system, give insight into intervention services, and offer encouragement and tools alongside your parenting journey. It's time for your child to thrive. Welcome your host, LEP educator and mom of four, Jessica Shields. Hello and welcome to the Parent Them Successful podcast. I am so glad that you are tuning in. Have you noticed more conversations on the topic of the benefits of yoga in schools or why yoga might be the answer to helping children manage ADHD? Well, if not, no worries, because that is what this episode will cover. I am so excited to have James Woods, widely known as That Yoga Dude, here to help me have this discussion today. And so a little bit about James. You know, James is very well-educated. He has his master's in counseling, and he is a registered yoga teacher, but most importantly, He has his bachelor's in psychology from what he says is the best HBC (laughs) in the world, Xavier University of Louisiana. And we we could fight about that. But (laughs) (laughs) as director of Dat Yoga Dude, a health and wellness organization that provides wellness solutions for educators, James helps educators prevent burnout and students to increase performance using the vehicle of yoga. He also recognizes the Lakers as the only basketball team Mm -hmm. in L.A. and Red Vines as the only real licorice candy. But again, we could argue about that. And (laughs) but, you know, what's unique about him is that he is the co-author of Timmy Tut. And this is a book series that features an African-American male student. And it basically shares wellness tools through a literary experience for educators and parents. What an awesome idea. James is also the founder of Million Man Meditation. Love it. An annual event providing wellness resources for African-American men. And he is invested into the health and well-being of his community and is dedicated to helping students feel free to feel free. James, that yoga dude was welcome to the show. How are you? I'm almost asleep that long, drawn out uh, bio I wrote. Man, I got to get a shorter one. I'm good. How you doing? <laughs> but it's so chock full of wonderful goodness because you're giving so much to so many people. And I'm doing well because I have you on the show to talk about 
this topic that, you know, we don't really spend a lot of time talking about, especially in communities of color, but just, you know, yoga, you know, there's this idea that we have about yoga and who does yoga. And I'm glad that you're breaking those stereotypes. Yeah, it has been a couple of years now, several years where I started doing yoga and looking around and noticing there weren't many other people who looked like me doing yoga, mm-hmm. but noticing the effects that it had on my life. So it's, it's been my mission for the last couple of years to bring this practice to life. I love that. Maybe you can tell us a little bit about that story. What led you to yoga? So I was led to yoga by my own just anxiety and stress and depression as that counselor, as that therapist. So I was working in schools and probation, juvenile hall, in the community. I was one of those therapists who would get up and put my cape on in the morning. I was going to save everybody and do Mm. everything. And of course, being one of the only black men in those positions, they always wanted me to work with all the other young black men who were really going through it. And it was just a lot on my plate. And at that time, I learned theories, I learned methodologies and modalities, but I did not learn how to take care of myself. Mm. I didn't learn about self-care and, and wellness for myself. I just learned diagnoses and all the other things that you learn in school. Big advocate for school in my program, but it's just some things that you have to pick up, up outside or really more so on the inside. So I was getting burnt out. I was um, stressed out, hard for me to get up and go to work. Like I started experiencing my own depression and anxiety. I saw it in the books, but until I felt it myself, it was like, oh, okay, this is what this is. This is what's And then you really could world. relate to probably your clientele at that point. We was, yeah, we was both, <laughs> we was in it all together. We was in mm-hmm. it all together. And luckily I had a supervisor kind of notice and she was like, you know, James, you're, you're a little different. You know, I've been mm-hmm. working with you a couple of years. You're just a little bit different. Now she is, um, she looks like she do yoga, skinny white lady, super mm-hmm. cool, <laughs> always chill, always is dropping little nuggets of knowledge and stuff, always relaxed. And she would just say, maybe you should try yoga. And as an athlete, as a black man, I'm like, nah, I ain't, yoga not for me. <laughs> we don't do yoga. He said, try yoga. I'm like, nah, sure, okay, whatever. And then she finally convinced me to try some yoga. And I ended up going to a studio in L.A. This is when I was in L.A. at the time. And going into the studio, first time in a yoga studio, not knowing what to expect, but I get in there. I'm the youngest by seems like 20 years. Wow. And it was all women. And it was a funny smell in there. Like, what's going on? Why is <laughs> staying here? It's like a locker room or something. All those mats. But after I got over, over that, I was able to sit down and we started doing this breathing stuff. I'm like, yeah, this is kind of weird, but I'm relaxing. Okay, cool. And then we're going through the yoga poses and slow. Like I said, I'm very much into my ego and I got this. I can do it. It's easy, whatever. Mm-hmm. And that thing started kicking my butt. We start doing this downward facing dog. I'm sweating and shaking. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really going through it. But at the end of the class, I was able to relax. Mm-hmm. I was able to release that stress, that anxiety, that depression that I've been going through for so long. Just at that moment, it had just subsided, had let go. 
And wow. it was then that I realized that I wanted this for myself and I wanted this for my clients. I needed to bring this really into the work that I did. And after I took that first class, I kept going back, kept learning. And then I eventually ended up leaving that job. Mm. And <clears throat> I was frustrated with how systems go and frustrated with how I felt like what I wanted to do as a healer, as a therapist, was not always aligned with what the system wanted to do with their clientele. Sounds so familiar. Sounds so familiar. <laughs> I'm sorry. It just sounds so familiar, even with schools. You know, I know mm-hmm. how much we need it for these kids, but it's very difficult to get certain things into place, even in those in those uh, settings. So keep, continue. I, I just feel you on that. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's, yeah, it, it's like we're here for the babies. That should be the bottom line. But, um, you know, I went to another job and still kind of found the same thing. I was the same. The job was the same. Mm-hmm. And luckily, I, I moved to another job and I moved to another city. And I happened to move to a part of town in Long Beach where a yoga studio was in walking distance. Mm. I was like, okay, mm-hmm. I'm going to go check this yoga stuff out. I get to the yoga studio, start going, and there was a... A auction for a yoga teacher training. I never even thought about yoga teacher training, but it was an auction. And I luckily put in a higher bid by like a dollar. And I just oh, happened wow. to have some money at the time. Yeah. And so I won the yoga teacher training. I started my journey. Wow. I did yoga teacher training. And uh, it was just transformative. It was really transformative. I had a lot of anger. had a lot of frustration. had a lot of pain and hurt that I was able to process through yoga. But you were a therapist yourself. You help other people through their pain, through their hurt, through their frustrations, you know? Mm -hmm. Therapists are very good at hiding behind a lot of the things that they teach and preach and share with others. Mm -hmm. Um, Therapists are very good at running and chasing everybody else's pain because they're not ready to deal with their own. Mm. And I discovered that about myself. Mm. And yoga put it in my face. It made me feel it on a physical level as well as made me sit in it in a mental level and then even go just deeper on a communal level. And it opened my eyes to who I really was just through a practice of being still sitting there and exploring some new things. So it just turned me upside down, inside out. And at the end of my teacher training, which is now I'm learning very common. I quit my job, I quit mm-hmm. my job. Uh, yoga gave me a vehicle to really do some different things in my life. And so mm-hmm. I use that as a vehicle to start doing what I'm doing now. So went full time in it where we bring together the clinical skills and practices that I've been educated in. And I still really believe in and just combining it with the yoga, the mindfulness and meditation to make it a more holistic practice that can go places that talk therapy and clinical practices uh, just can't go, I feel, so especially with the youth. So that's what we do today. And that's how I got here. I love that. I love that. What What are some of those problems that you're seeing that the youth are facing? Because I think that if we 
turn to something different than what we've been doing. Maybe we'll get a different outcome. You know, we still hear mm-hmm. the same discipline outcome. We hear the same, you know, we're, we're talking about suicide is on the rise. Yes. All these, the anxieties on the rise, especially through the pandemic, COVID, you know, and we're seeing all these mental health uh, uh, issues coming to the surface with our children. I mean, what are some of the problems that you're seeing that our youth are facing? And then how can yoga be possibly a solution for that? I was in the school today. And when I asked the students, hey, how can yoga help me? The hand shot up and they said, I'm stressed out. I'm anxious. Mm. I'm anxious. Um, and uh, I need to re- learn how to relax. And you hear it over and over. And this was K through sixth grade. Wow. Kids expressing these. They understand. They have the language now to express. I'm anxious. This Mm -hmm. is a way that I'm feeling that when I was younger, when, you know, people older, even to me, to be younger, was something that we did not have the vocabulary for. But Mm -hmm. now they do. And they can express that they are anxious. And Mm -hmm. then they're being so stimulated with so many external things around them, they're constantly being pulled out of themselves and pulled into a video game, pulled into a phone, pulled into a commercial, another device. Other people's lives, social media. Yeah. You know, comparing themselves, feeling like they're not worthy. They're not good as that person or next, you know. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And as they they are being pulled into other things, Mm -hmm. they're being pulled away from themselves. Mm -hmm. And then, as you said, that's when they start losing the sense of who they are and mm. walking around instead with a bag full of anxiety, you know, um, mm-hmm. so a lot of the anxiety and yoga, mindfulness and meditation has been just implement imp- instrumental in my work with mm-hmm. these. And, um, so I, I start the class out with a 15 minute, a 15 second meditation and I like to challenge them like, hey, can y'all just sit here quietly for 15 seconds? Because they're squirming. They're all over the place. Mm-hmm. They're trying to figure out I who bet. I am. You know? <laughs> mm-hmm. They're looking around, seeing what other kids are doing. But for 15 seconds. So self-conscious. Seconds, <laughs> right. And, it's, you know, it's like as an adult, when I get on social media and it's I'm scrolling and seeing and judging and criticizing and picking myself and picking other people apart. Mm-hmm. They're going through the same thing. Um, they're doing it in their class. They're doing it online. It just follows them home. And mm. at all times, they're picking each other apart and picking themselves apart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, being able to give them at least that 15 seconds of freedom, 15 seconds of relaxation, 15 seconds of freedom. And it is free. It's freeing, you know, is. not to have it to think is. about those problems. Mm-hmm. Not to have to think about the problems. And then to be aware of the impact those problems mentally have on them physically. Mm-hmm. So they mm-hmm. notice, oh, wow, my shoulders are relaxed. My hands are relaxed. And I just feel a little bit better after just taking 15 seconds to breathe and guide myself through just being here and sitting still. So yoga puts stillness right there in their hands and in their in a place where they can use it. Mm-hmm. Stillness is all around them, but it seems so distant when everything else is moving so fast. So it's just a system to help them get still and they need it and they know they need it and they ask for it and in their behaviors and they ask for it. They just ask for it all day long. 
Yeah. And I'm I'm thinking that sometimes even as adults, you know, it's good to be still. And I think about when things closed down, how so many people were still in that mm-hmm. moment mm-hmm. and how people began to get creative about their lives. They began to see more of future possibilities for themselves because everything was shut down. You remember? Mm-hmm. And there was nothing to do but be still. And so right. there's just so much to give or so many gifts and just being still. And I like the fact that you're teaching children how to just be still, even if it's 15 seconds, that's a long time for them because they're so, like you said, they're always squirmy and giggly Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. they're looking around the room. And, but once they see their peers being still and it's kind of contagious, like, Oh, okay, let's take this seriously. You know? Right. Right. So that's awesome. Mm Mm-hmm. It's it's a powerful thing to experience a group of um, elementary kids just being quiet and, and going into that space mm. where they know they can find peace, they can find calm. Uh, most kids now, when they see me or hear about yoga, they already know to go into the yoga seat position and you know bring their <laughs> hands and stuff. They've been they've had that exposure to it, mm-hmm. um, and it's really just about keeping them engaged with it and keeping it integrated into their life Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. because their life is not going to slow down. Technology, the demands of the world are not going to slow down, but at least they have a place to go to, to rest. rest So I love that. I love that. And, you know, I'm thinking about children who struggle with concentration and Mm -hmm. I've been reading recently again, that, that, that students or children who struggle with ADHD, that yoga has been something that's been helping them to retrain the brain. And I mean, can yoga really retrain the brain to focus or to concentrate? How does that help? Especially if someone struggles in that area. Yes. So yoga is nothing new and it's nothing exclusive to a certain culture. Mm-hmm. Yoga is the sound of a drum when all of a sudden the whole world shuts out and you just turn tuned in mentally and physically. Mm. Yoga is you just getting caught up in the scenery as you staring out on a nice view. Yoga is the sound of the waves in the ocean. Yoga is you being in tune with yourself when you're playing basketball or engaged in a dance or something. Mm. Yoga is you being present in the moment. And yoga today is a system to help people and especially children get in that moment, be present with themselves more often than not. So as you are constantly bringing yourself into that moment, it creates new passageways in the brain to that moment. Mm -hmm. So our passageways, when it's so crowded with information and distractions, it has, all right, it's like you trying to get to LA. Well, I'm in in the Indian Park. I'm I'm about an hour away from L.A. There's several different ways that you can take to L.A., including probably even the street. I don't know how to take the street here, but I'm sure there is a street way. You can take a bus. You can take a bike, a scooter, a car. True. But Mm -hmm. doing yoga is like the main freeway, the 10 freeway. Everybody knows the 10 freeway. If you're out here in California, it's the main freeway, right? (laughs) Right, right, right. Uh, And it's the main freeway and it's going to take you directly a straight shot to LA. Mm-hmm. So yoga is a system that helps our brain and the neurons in the brain create direct systems to that place of peace and that place of presence. Now, when I talk about peace, 
I talk about it as being focused, talking about it as being in the flow and concentration. When we speak about athletes, when they're able to block out the whole stadium, mm-hmm. LeBron James now at Lakers, so I can talk about them. <laughs> they were able to block out the whole stadium, and you have to get this 12-inch rubber ball inside this 14, 16-inch metal iron hoop. Mm-hmm. You need to focus. Mm. What do you usually do? He dribbles, he dribbles, he takes a breath, and then he goes through his form and swish, he makes it. Wow. So, as we, yoga is a breath system, yoga is a mind system, yoga is a body system that helps you get straight to your place of presence, get straight to that focus. Mm. When we we wake up in the morning, a lot of times the first thing that we do is pick up our phone. Yes, true. (laughs) (laughs) True. Right. We wake up and we pick up our phone and our brain is instantly taken to a whole bunch of detours. Mm-hmm. What is this going on? What's where's the new information, the email, the social media? But when we wake up in the morning and we take a breath, take some silence, our mind gets directed to that place of presence and that place of focus. So when those kids get to that test a few hours later in third period, that has mm-hmm. been that math that has been struggling with them. Their mind has been building that route directly to that pace of presence and concentration and focus all morning. And if they've been doing it on a regular basis, the last couple of mornings, the last couple of. So right. when we are in class and when we're doing our yoga, it's the body helping the mind to be still, which helps the mind build those connections and those neurons start to move you closer to that place of focus and presence where you can get some work done and the brain can function to its optimal level. Wow. I love that. I love that because, you know, you're, you're speaking truth because we're so busy because we're so engaged all the time. It's almost like work to have to just stop and then refocus. Mm-hmm. And I know you've had success stories and because you work with so many different groups, but how has this helped any any children children that you've worked with? I mean, what, what have been the results? You know, one of the students, this is so um it's a student who I've I've been working for a while in a lot of alternative schools, these are the schools where children are removed from traditional for behavioral issues, emotional issues, et cetera. And one student was telling his teacher after a yoga session, like, oh, man, I feel drunk. I feel high. I feel like. And oh, first, wow. you know, I'll call everybody off guard. Like, what you mean? What you talking about? Like, right. He, <laughs> he usually can only let himself relax and focus when he's under the influence of something. But this yoga stuff just helped him relax without any drug, without anything. And so he was able to not get in trouble that day because he wasn't all over the place. He wasn't, he was relaxed. He was calm. He could focus. He can hear a teacher. He can hear a directive and he could do it because his mind wasn't struggling just to focus, to be there. So he, I I get a lot of students who tell me that just being able to breathe and stretch just instantly changes their mind in a way where they can be relaxed and calm. And then they can engage with the world from that point in that place of being. Um, We worked with a group of young boys that we, they were called, they had a special name because he was the special boys at this school. This is a, a traditional elementary school. These were the young boys who, 
when they get around each other, it was just like, you know, setting firecrackers off that one ignite the other one. Right. They just want that attention, especially. They need sure. that attention. Mm-hmm. Uh, they don't care what it looked like, good or bad. They need that attention. But being able to get into our yoga class and be still, they were able to talk about that and express that. Like, hey, we just, you know, we just want to be seen. We just want to be heard. We just want to have this time for ourselves. So we gave that to them. And some of the kids would really get angry if they did not get their, uh, their yoga time. Like, hey, we need our yoga time because it helps us through the day. And at the end of the yoga session, we do a, uh, a thing called Shavasana. At the end of the session is when you relax and lay down. Mm-hmm. And it was something that they look forward to. And as they look forward to this Shavasana, sometimes they just needed to take a break from class, lay down, breathe, relax, and they can come back in. So we've seen the attendance go up with students as they decided to that they can make it through school, at least if they have some kind of tools like relaxation to make it through the anxiety of being in school. We've seen their grades go up as they were able to ask the questions that they needed after taking a breath, mm. after relaxing in their body instead of being afraid and anxious to get it wrong or to be, you know, to look stupid. Right. To have these things. So. We've there are a lot of benefits, really, a yeah. lot of benefits. I mean, I heard you say, I'm sorry to cut you off, but I heard you say attendance went up. Mm-hmm. So they're coming to school more. Grades are improving because they're able to focus in and really be thoughtful about what they're doing in those moments. And mm-hmm. uh, just overall, I'm sure discipline is impacted. Right. There's a lot of research behind that. Now they're not getting the negative attention. They're getting the positive attention. Right, right, right. And one of the biggest things we've seen as well is in the parents where mm. parents are able to communicate a lot more effectively with their students instead mm. of okay you had to wait in that line all day to pick them up and now you mad because they shirt dirty and wrinkled and, <laughs> you know, being able to take a breath and relax. Mm-hmm. So we have parenting classes as well that we do, not classes for parents, yoga mm-hmm. classes for parents and staff. Or classes and staff are able to implement these tools into their class and parents are able to implement these into their home. So it's not just, hey, you get one class a week and then you, you know, you struggle through the rest of the week until you get there. It's you seeing it at home, you're seeing it with the teachers, the teachers are implementing the tools. And that is what really creates that holistic wraparound. Right. I love it. It's an experience. Yeah. A whole so everybody's doing you know, everybody's uh, implementing and the kids are able to generalize it, not just at school, but at home. And they're getting reinforced from all different types of adults in their lives. And that's just absolutely wonderful. Right. And I mean, we need more of that. And if parents wanted to say, start yoga or start trying yoga for their own children, or if they wanted to see it in schools, well, how, how, would we, how would parents go about doing that? You could contact me and I'll make sure to give you some information. Okay. You can check out my link in the description. Um, and we sent you, it's at our, we have our website that yogadu.com, D-A-T-Y-O-G-A-D-U-D-E. Okay. But we, we put together, um, really we boiled down the five effective ways that we've seen of helping the you deal with their anxiety through our yoga program. So we put together a video and some tools that can help you. So we want to help you 
get the information that you need um, because, you know, yoga program, it's like you said, we're working with different systems to get into the school and stuff, but we want you to have something right now for your kids. So check out the link in the description in the bio, wherever it is. Mm-hmm. It's going to be in the show notes. Absolutely. In the show notes. Cool. Mm-hmm. And get that information and then, you know, we can talk there. And then what else or any other final thoughts do you have for parents just in general? Modeling is the key to student and child learning. So if your faces are screwed up from anxiety, (laughs) just being real, Mm -hmm. uh, hey, that's how they're going to learn to handle stress and anxiety to react. That's absolutely true. Lash out. Now, a lot of schools and a lot of adults, adults don't want to hear about what they're doing. They always want to, you know. Uh, we, as adults, we want to talk about what the kids doing or not doing. I'm the same way, uh, but this is a way where we can all look at ourselves. Um, we all can l- use a little bit <clears throat> more stress reduction. We all can use a little bit more feel good within ourselves. So, the best thing that you can do for your child is to take a breath. Mm. I love it. Thank you. Thank you so much. And for you parents who are listening right now, I want to leave you with your challenge. So your challenge this week is to take 15 seconds to be still and then practice that with your child because you want to be a model. And I just want to leave you with a loving reminder that when you are still, you can then refocus and move forward with intention in everything that you do. So taking that time to be still is so important. And also, I want to encourage you to continue learning more about yoga and how it can help your family be more mindful and intentional. Uh, And we have a great resource right here. That Yoga Dude has so many resources to help you do just that. And don't forget that the Timmy Tut book series is another way to connect and learn. And of course, you know, I'm definitely going to have all the direct links for you to access uh, that yoga do in the show notes. And again, if you are ready to get started now, just go to datyogadoo.com to start your yoga journey. And that's datyogadoo.com. And also, Because, you know, I love bringing this content to you. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast so that you don't miss any episodes and be sure to share. I'm sure there's someone out there that can use this information. So just share with others and be a blessing to someone else. Of course, I absolutely love being your go-to resource for parent education. So until next time, friends, parents, everyone be blessed and love on your children. Thank you for listening to the Parent Them Successful with licensed educational psychologist, Jessica Shields. We're so glad you've joined us and would love to connect with you outside of the show. To find more information about our services, the Empower House Academy, or to take our quiz, What's Your Parenting Style? Go to StrongerMindStrongerYouth.com. Feel free to email us directly at info at StrongerMindStrongerYouth.com. We'd love to hear from you. Other ways to stay connected are on Instagram and Facebook by searching Stronger Mind, Stronger Youth and on Twitter at official underscore SMSY. Until next time, be well and love your children for they are a gift from the Lord.